episode 106, sponsored by Maritime Madness. Today we have Halifax boxer Brett Beaton and professional MMA athlete Ryan Rovovich out of Prince Alfred, Saskatchewan. Let's do it. Who did that fucking intro? Fired instantly. Jesus. Welcome to episode 106, folks. Spoken. I'm thrown off. I'm totally rattled. Totally rattled here. Uh, sponsored by Maritime Madness. Uh, made locally over 30 different sauces and flavors over in Prince Edward Island. A great uh, sponsor of ours. Check them out online at uh, MaritimeMadness.com. Very big apology to Brett Beaton uh, for that intro right there. I uh, had uh, whoever the producer is of that show, which would be me, fuck that up. So uh, I'll have to give myself a little slap after the show. Anyway, uh, Brett Beaton, uh, let's get right into it with this guy. Uh, he's a very talented boxer, uh, athlete, combat sports athlete. We'll, we'll say boxer uh, for now, but I think this guy's got a future in a lot of different things. You know, he's one of those guys who's a super talented athlete, a very hard worker. Uh, he comes from the City of Lakes Boxing Club. Uh, you know, he's Gary Johnson, Floyd Donovan, the whole crew over there, a super, super talented club with obviously Custio Clayton uh, uh, in, at one point and uh, Kirk Johnson, you know, who's been there forever. So uh, just a, a huge stable of guys. And now he's involved with his own thing, uh, Hustle, Believe, Achieve, which is uh, super cool. I'm really proud of anybody who can get out there and put themselves out there and lead. Uh, athletes like this don't realize the following, even like me reaching out to him, he probably had no idea that I would be not that I'm anybody, but just fans, right, that you don't have. So I think people that put themselves out there deserve a platform always. And this guy, he's, he's a great role model for a lot of young up-and-coming boxers. And, uh, yeah, super honored to have him. So without further ado, folks, let's bring him on, Mr. Brett Beaton. How are you, buddy? Good, man. How are you doing? Awesome. Thanks so much. I really appreciate you joining us. Thanks for having me. You made up for the intro with uh, with what you just said there. So, dude, isn't that terrible? Isn't that no, unbelievable? It's all good. Unbelievable. Well, th- I I appreciate that. We'll get that edited and fixed before we put it out live uh, again. <laughs> That's right. But uh, I gotta I gotta say, man, I love that lion picture behind you and the R two O Gotti uh, t shirt. Bomb. Yeah. Two of my favorite things, Lions and, and watching Arturo Gotti. <laughs> Man, that guy is, a, as was, obviously uh, an absolute. Uh, is that a guy that you look up to? You know, that's obviously something I wanted to talk to you about. Who's a mentor for you? Um, I have many mentors. Mm. Um, I guess I'll start with my one of my first mentors, obviously, uh, at the, at coming from the City Lakes Boxing Gym, would have to be Kirk Johnson, seeing mm. him as a young kid. Um, in the gym, motivating people, um, you know, that, Brandon Osborne, there's just a long list of names, Jerry Burns, who actually was on the national team with Arturo Gotti wow. and, and Taylor Gordon was the coach. So, uh, there's a lot of history in, in boxing in Nova Scotia, man, that people don't know about. Yeah. Right? That's a thing, man. And like, again, like we were just talking about this before we came live. I'm a, I'm a grappling MMA guy, which is so new compared to boxing history. Like you say in Nova Scotia, the, the history runs super deep and I'm pretty, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm by, I'm like pretty middle of the road. I'm definitely not knowledgeable on it. And I definitely have a lot to yeah. learn. And uh, who like locally Kirk Johnson, man, like that's a guy who's he's pretty much a household name. Yeah. Um, like, Kirk Johnson, Artie Cousins. He's a he's uh, another yeah. home, hometown guy to watch out for. Um, Spired many rounds with him. Learned so much from him. Um, so is that how you just did it? Like, pardon me. Right out of like as a kid. Like, is that what kind of fired you up watching Kurt? And is that like, did you yeah. play other sports as well? Or 
I played hockey um, all through right up until I was, I walked in the boxing gym at 18 years, or sorry, 14 years old, and I was playing hockey at the time, and I just fell in love with um, watching the guys train and getting in there and the camaraderie of the club and um, just the whole atmosphere of the boxing gym. Yeah. You know, so many mentors have uh, sc- uh, sculpted me and made me the person I am today just by watching them and doing what they do and how they carry themselves. Right. Yeah. You, you very, you carry yourself very well. And I think that's a, a huge thing in, in sports today. You know, back in the day, it's, you know, the media wasn't as ruthless as it is now, you know, and it's not as prevalent. People can ruin your career like with one awful thing to say about you, you know, and yeah. athletes really can uh, kind of make or break themselves. Uh, I, th- I think a lot of the time and to, and to carry yourselves well is a, is a pretty important skill, man. For sure. For sure. Like, uh, there should be a course. Yeah, I should take it myself sometimes too. Yeah, me too. The don't the don't fuck up course. (laughs) It's hard, man. Like it's like like especially with COVID. Like that's why I think it's what you started too with the the. the, Why don't you tell us a little bit about the the hustle, believe, achieve? Um, Yeah, get into it. I guess. Okay, so the the hustle, believe, achieve originally started from um, me starting a small personal training business which I started in my parents' garage um, five, six years ago. I I hung a couple bags up, and I started training people that were overweight and wanted to lose weight, and then I had some fighters want me to do pads and stuff with them. And I was still going to City of Lakes at the time, and I learned a lot of what I know from them, and I wanted to get back into boxing and in the fight game because it, it gave me confidence um, training people and, and inspiring people. And I said, awesome. I can really do something with this. So it was Beaton's gym. And then we moved out of my parents' garage. I went to the boxing gym, started training clients out of there, um, building my clientele up, also fighting. I won mm-hmm. a provincial title. Yep. I won the maritime title. Um, and then um, now I got two close friends that I started training. And uh, they said, why don't we open up our, a gym called HBA, Hustle, Believe, Achieve, Boxing and Fitness. They're on board with it. And uh, we, we, we just want to um, bring boxing back to Nova Scotia. We want to promote events nice. eventually. We want to train kids. We want to we train anybody interested in boxing and uh, give them our, our spin off of um, – what it's like to to train as a fighter you don't have to be a fighter to train like one also but yeah that's a great point actually man and i yeah. i noticed too that like you said we'll come to you which is so smart yeah like genius yeah. like COVID, how many people right? could well even out of covid too though how many people mm-hmm. are like struggle with just like fuck i don't want to go tonight but if yeah. you're coming to them we'll show up in your driveway that's it that's a different with the pads with everything <laughs> yeah. there Let's that go. is genius man and it's to have someone to motivate you and you've walked the walk which is different too right for yeah. a lot of time you know so it's it's at the end of the day and like you're just at the, and just getting started too with your career like your career like you know you're like before covid obviously nationals were something that you were just on your way to nationals covid yeah. you'll probably do another one i would assume i'm i'm on the cusp right now i'm i'm thinking i want to just jump right in and get into the pro and yeah. and I'm I'm 25 years old. I don't want to wait around for uh, as an amateur too long. Um, I want to get in there and uh, you know fight some four round fights and some six round fights and, and go from there. Maybe yeah. it's not set in stone. Uh, 
I got to talk to my team, but we're looking at maybe, maybe another nationals or just going pro. It's all up to me and what I decide. Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of on the cusp and, and, uh, figuring out what's best for me. Yeah. You know, which is important, you know, like Mm -hmm. the most important, right? Like it's important to have your team around you, but you're the one, you're the one getting in there. Right. So it's there, there's huge differences too, between amateur and and pro. Yeah, exactly. Like what's, what's something that you're, you're kind of weighing, like obviously a little more experience or you're like, no, fuck, I'm ready. Or, uh, yeah, it'd be nice to get in there. I got two scores to settle before I get back in. I would like to fight two more times as Mm -hmm. an amateur. I'd like to regain the, uh, the maritime title, bring that back to the Maritimes. It's in Cape Breton, uh, a nice fellow by the name of Aaron Christensen's holding on to it for me. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> we can tag him. Good um, route. Yeah, there you go. I love it. And then another cat. Um, I owe him a rematch. His name's Isaiah Haya, the hurricane. He's an amateur boxer. He's a, yeah. won the, won the, uh, I think he won the Canada games gold medal. And I owe him a rematch. So I got two scores to settle first as an amateur. And then we'll, we'll go for pro. There you go. There's a, yeah. that, that's it, man. Like anything, you have to have a timeline. You got to have a little bit of a plan, right? And that's it to, to be smart about it. You know, like it's, it's your future too. It's good for you. I, I love hearing that. And it's scores to settle. It's amazing to me. I'm always, I'm always as a promoter, as a jujitsu black belt, I guess now as a, I'm always amazed at people like yourself who just love the competition, who like just who love, thrive in it, right? Like that's mm-hmm. that's the thing. And you don't like I correct me if I'm wrong. If you got hurt, it's not the big deal. It's losing is the big deal. Losing's the worst, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's that's, the thing, the worst. Right? that's yeah. what's so impressive, man. The drive, the will yeah. to win the heart, the desire and, and all that, those things come with it. But again, I have gained those things from the people that I've been around in the club that I've been at. I've been very lucky. Mm -hmm. And I, some people take those things in and run with them. Some people shy away once you get in there and you get to a certain level of boxing. So I'm, I feel like right now it's, I want, that's why I want to get to, um, it would be nice to get to a nationals because you're facing, I've never been. Mm. So you're facing national level um, competitors. Yeah. That's see where you're truly at. And, and then you're honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. Do I think I will do good. Yeah. I think I'll do good. I want to win a gold medal up at the national. Some that would be nice. Mm-hmm. That was my goal before COVID. And then that hit. So we'll see what happens, but um, yeah. I love that, man. You got a little swagger yeah. to you, dude. You like a little, <laughs> like a, like a, like a, like a Stipe Miocic kind of like, uh, <laughs> like soft kind of swagger, man. It's cool. I like that. That's what's needed. You know, like it's a, like it's a, a humble, I'm going to kill you kind of thing. Like it's, I love that. That's what's needed in the sport or in boxing too. Like, you know, you can't fake this shit. You really can't. Like you say, you get to a certain level and if you watch you box, you're so entertaining to watch. And you know, it's, entertainment it's entertainment business is that kind of something that you're always kind of like i i kind of not so much like you're not a showboat by any means but you love to like entertain you're, you're a fun guy the way you move the way you fight um I, i'm an exciting fighter i think for sure um i can feed off the crowd that can be good and could be bad as well yeah. though so yeah. there's there's ga- there's things in my game that i'm tightening up on 
but I do like to um, I like to put on a performance. Bottom line, I like yeah. to I like to show my when my people come out Dartmouth, Halifax, and I got three to five hundred people there. For me, I like to uh, give them a show, but also make sure I'm safe and not getting hurt is the main thing, obviously. Mm-hmm. But when you're an exciting fighter, you have uh, a higher chance of of getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. certainly. Yeah, it's it's. It, so has that ever happened to you in your career where you just kind of like, I'm sure it has, like, I'm sure at points where you're like, oh shit, I got to Like, I'm, I'm excited. Like, do you ever make that switch in your head? You're like, okay, tone it down, like tone it down, settle down again in mm-hmm. the middle of a round, like in the middle of a round, that quick adjustment. Yes, I have. I have. Um, you get you, when you get caught really good, you say, okay, maybe I got to get on the bike and move, you know, every fighter, it's a reminder is what it is mm-hmm. it, you get you get touched in there okay it's time to move in and get back to boxing but some fights i've had it's you might feel their power and you might want to stand in there with them because you don't think they can hurt you yeah it true all enough. depends it all depends right yeah that's that's interesting that's true so like that's happened to you i assume before too where you're like okay like I, that's as hard as you can like i'm just gonna sit in the pocket then yeah, who's going first? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. it's the will, man. It's the heart, I guess. That it's like as a promoter, man. That's a, I love it. I think as and as a fan, you know, that's that's what MMA is different and boxing is different. What what are your feelings on that? People always have the kind of differences, but to me, it's just two. They can't compare them. They're two different sports. Like two totally different sports, you know? man. I I'd never compare them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just like when Mayweather fought McGregor, uh, like you get your casual fans. Oh, that's going to be great. No. <laughs> Mayweather right. toyed with him like the whole time. Yeah, that's what. That's why he came out with a black with a black uh, with a black ski mask on because he's <laughs> he was robbing the bank. Like yeah. he came out. People don't didn't get that he came yeah. up with a black ski mask because he was you know he didn't even train. He yeah. inspired like twice, right? Is that what, what it was? Get, like? Yeah, he yeah, I, that's what he says on on his interviews and stuff. Yeah. Who knows if that's true? But yeah, might not part ever. <laughs> no, but did you see how he came out too? He came out with his hands high. He didn't come out with the Mayweather shoulder roll. He came out with his hands high, walking him down. Yeah, which was odd, but yeah. he just knew, I guess, yeah. right? Like, that's it's. Right. Do you think he'll come back? Mayweather, maybe for another MMA fighter or someone, but he's not coming back for no top tier guys. No, no, yeah, I don't he'll come back for another like a Khabib or something like that, but nothing. Yeah, because yeah, he'd get he would he'd lose when he would come back to a top. Would he, do you think he'd lose? He'd be competitive, obviously, but like it's a, a lot riskier to lose that zero. The, yeah, these guys are a lot stronger too now. Like true, like the Earl Spences, even the Castillo. Like look, Castillo, Clayton. That's that weight class. Uh, Danny Garcia. Those guys are a lot more dangerous now than they were a couple years ago because they have the experience. Like, like when Mayweather fought Canelo, like back then mm. would have been his time to maybe fight like a Garcia or one of those, in my opinion, right? Who Who's guys like that you think are kind of like, is obviously Lomchenko. Who, who else is someone that's, you know, you got your heavyweights. Are, are you a big fan of any, any particular boxer other than Arturo Gotti? Uh, Caleb Plant. Caleb Plant. See? Caleb Plant. He's a bad man. Most boxers are very, he's very a, bad man. <laughs> he's about he's about the boxing business, though. He he will he boxes his ass off. He's smart too. 
Cool. He's right, very smart. From? He's from uh, Tennessee, I believe. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. He, uh, what weight class? He's 168. So that's a, potentially what weight class I would be fighting at um, when I turn pro. Would be uh, I'd be looking between 168 maybe and then maybe work my way down to 160 because I'm tall. Mm-hmm. So, right. yeah. yeah, I'm 6'1". So if I could get down to 160 and be, uh, you know, healthy and fight there, that would be I, that would be nice. That would right? be fantastic. Shout out yeah. to uh, Nicole McClellan, actually. I have her hoodie on, actually, the offseason. Okay. Do you know, do you know, do you know Sport Doc Cokes? Yes, I've I've heard of them. I've yeah, heard of them. Over yeah. Proactive, yeah. She uh she does a lot of that actually, that weight cut stuff. And I was actually talking to her today about that. But uh mm. yeah, it's it's interesting, you know, the weight classes and all that like boxing does it right, I think. MMA, like fuck, there's, there's a lot of weight between like you're getting Fox, fifteen man. pounds, like and a lot more in, in some. Yeah, Masvidal fucking twenty pounds and what through you know. Six not, days or something. Not, I mean, not healthy, not no. good, not good. Drink a ton of yeah. water. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I guess now though they're doing rehydration clauses in boxing too. I guess you can only rehydrate up to a, a certain. Smart. They should do that in MMA, really. For sure, it's it's yeah. like their last year they did all the like I think they took the records like how many people missed weight and won the fight. It was like eighty percent. Well, fuck, of course. They yeah. lose weight by five pounds and then they gain 20 pounds. Like it's a no brainer. How do you, yeah. you know, you're fighting yeah. another high level athlete. That's 25 pounds higher, you know, heavier than you. It's just no matter how good you are, mm-hmm. it's still like people always used to say that in jujitsu, you know, it's a small man's game. It's like, yeah, sure. If you if I'm fighting a 250 pound guy that doesn't know any jujitsu and smokes six packs of cigarettes a day and can't breathe, I might be able to beat him up, but he's 250 pounds and can somewhat protect himself. Even as a black black belt, you're still going to have like a little trouble with these people. Now, oh. 250 pounds is a huge person. The weight distribution and everything. Like I'm not an M I'm not a jujitsu guy. I wrestled by the way too, for uh, my junior high days, I won the I won the uh, provincials for wrestling awesome. as well. Awesome. So you yeah. know all about it, man. You know it's just didn't take like riding a bike. It wouldn't take you long. But, you're then, athlete, but right? yeah, that's true. Yeah, like in your in your competitive, it's you know I think it's something like you you might pick it up, but pretty quickly, especially with that wrestling background, dude. But it's some people just like you said earlier, they don't like the pre- the like the like. Uh, the what do you call it claustrophobic and and like i'm like fuck i do not want to get punched in the face like at all like i'm a big pussy when it comes to getting punched i will like i'll spar and stuff yeah. just not something that i for some reason after every time i spar i get a headache and maybe see yeah. maybe that's just being a pussy right <laughs> see that's wow no it could be that. Like, i don't know man yeah. you don't want to take too many shots in your head in the head anyway you know what i mean yeah you well, want to limit the amount of shots you take in the head for sure yeah like uh kirk johnson said to me one day he goes um i was i was younger and i was i was going to war a lot in the gym and just getting shine away from my box and this was when i was in my teens yeah and he took me aside and he said listen he held his hand up and then he said this is a hammer this is a rock you hit that hammer with the rock the same the same time every day for 100 days eventually it's going to crack mm. you know that's like this you so yeah, great advice it's like you're, yeah so you you just don't want it you don't want to get hit it's hit and not be hit right 
Yeah, that's a, that's it, eh? The whole idea yeah. of the the be the Houdini. If, yeah, you know, if you can footwork, it, it, you know, that's going back to you. Your style, your footwork's great, and I see, I saw you working it today. How many? You're working out every day, three times a day, twice a day, still. I, I I get two a day in right now. I get my I get my two and two two and a half hours in with my with my guys in the morning, and then I do some some uh, KMs at night. Nice. Just just runs or yeah, just runs, just some runs, some running and sprinting. Not just um, runs, like still. Yeah, we all know how tough running is. Yeah, it is. Where do you get and your sprints in? And boxers lie about running too. Do they? Oh yeah, I've been running. I've been running. Yeah, bullshit. You've been running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's one thing I just do not like. A, a comedian friend of mine always had a joke said, "I'm only running if I got to take a shit or the cops are chasing me." That's the yeah, only reason I'm running, right? And <laughs> it's kind of like uh, it's a hard thing to do. I, I'd much rather do sprints any day than, mm -hmm. than run. Where do you do you sprints at? So I'm out here in Waverly. Um, I'm off Rocky Lake. So I run down Rocky Lake and every couple lamp holes, I'll sprint one and then I'll jog and then I'll sprint one. It's an old school method. My yeah. head coach, Gary Johnson showed me. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, that's what we, that's what, uh, that's what I do. And some days I just do a, a slow burn run, you know, get my six, seven K in. And then other days I do my sprints and only do like three and a half, four K. I find my knees and shit hurt too. If I run too much, like, yeah. Harder. Running doesn't get you in like shape. It gets your legs in condition so you can move. You know, it. Interesting. Yeah, a lot of people always think it's opening up your lungs so much, but it's it's probably like you say to get because boxing so much of it is keeping on the move, like your your footwork yeah. of it. I guess. Yeah, right? that's right. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm down in Waverly too, actually down uh, oh, okay. just on Locks Road. Um, oh yeah. I won't tell anybody the number just in case all the six people that watch the podcast are going to come and egg my house. But yeah. uh, <laughs> no, uh, no, there's a lot more than that, like 58 or something. But uh, <laughs> no big deal. Yeah, no big deal out here on yeah. Box Road, living it up. But no, I, I think uh, I like it out here. And that's interesting because I was watching an interview last week about GSP saying the same thing. And he was like, this is an old school method. This is what I do. I run and I sprint one pole and I run the next. It's interesting. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to try that actually. And if you're if you're not in the greatest shape, you can jog one lamp pole, jog two lamp poles, sprint one, walk one, jog two, sprint one, walk one, right? To build up your conditioning a bit, right? Very smart, actually. Super. Yeah. Smart. Interesting. But man, these guys are going to have to pay for for anything else that I say. That's right. right. There you go. On the. I had to keep this on the wall. I can't be telling you all my tricks. Where can everybody find out uh, where you are, big guy? Uh, BeBeaten3 is my uh, personal account, right? And my – are you talking about my Instas? Yeah. And stuff, yeah. And uh, HBA, Hustle, Believe, Achieve on Instagram. Just straight up HBA? No, it's just hustle and then dot believe. Yeah, and dot, right. Yeah. And then uh, Facebook, Hustle, Believe, Achieve. How's that look? That looks good. There you go. Right on. Money. Right on the money. Right on the money. I love it. Yeah, it's uh have you guys thought about you were talking about doing events? It's funny, it's too bad I was thinking to myself because I know amateur boxing, it's crazy. Amateur boxing right now is allowed in the province. I know. Yeah. But here in MMA, we can't. Like where, who like I don't get it. I don't like, I don't get that. But it's too different. Maybe because right? maybe because there's more blood in mma 
Maybe. I don't know. But but you're only allowed to do the events outdoor. Yeah. Yeah. For we the, For the boxing. You, you, yeah. There was one last week in Cape, uh, Cape Breton, I think, right? A card? Was I'm there a card? Sure. Yeah, there was a card in Cape Breton. I don't know what age or – but there was a card for sure in Cape Breton. Some, someone sent me a picture pissed off. They're like, oh, <laughs> How come I'm here? I'm on the. I was going to get groceries and I saw this. <laughs> Sorry, man. See, here's the thing as well. For amateur boxing, um, it's not promote like there's. It's not promoted at all, really. Like I didn't even know about that card. Everybody in in around here should know about the cards. No question. It should be on uh, on social media platform. That's why with HBA. Even with amateur boxing, we want to promote amateur cards and pro cards, but bring the exposure to these athletes that are going to the gym every day and that are working their buns off. Mm -hmm. You know, that means a lot to a, a young kid um, seeing his face on a poster or or whatever. You know, mm -hmm. so it just has to be well better promoted around here, and and that's where I think HBA can step in and, and highlight our events a bit more just like you guys do with your events you guys kill it so that's it man. You know. and it's working together too like you know yeah i had this conversation today with someone about you know like when someone does something good you should be happy for them yeah and a too lot much of negativity have, totally a lot of people have that like, oh how they get that blah 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 right. what do you mean no great for them great for yeah. brett opening up his own gym and his buddies doing that that's the way it should be like, yeah. this is called a, a free world capitalism, baby. Yeah, and yeah, and you're bringing you're bringing uh, money into the into the economy and keeping it like you're keeping it within the circle of your community, making things go around. Mm -hmm. So, it, well, that's one big thing. Like when people say support local, that's what it's about. It's like that's what there's grassroots people supporting people who are in our own community. Yeah. trying to do good things right and For i think sure. the guy's the limit like same as coco over there i know you guys work with bob's fight shop another awesome. good guy doing great things just a good awesome. good guy easy yeah you know gavin a, gavin tucker and that whole crew over there buddy yeah yeah did you ever have him on your podcast he's gavin? actually coming up next week gavin yeah you know gavin he's not much for social media so no, he's, uh, he's yeah. a hard guy to 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 tag down i guess we'll say but he's we're yeah. getting him and uh him and Pat and Malot are going to come on together, the old Bash Brother days when they all used nice. to be together. So, yeah, we're going to get them on too. And Martel was supposed to come on, and that didn't happen, but we'll get him on at some point too. But all great, super talented guys that have all done a lot for East Coast MMA too, big time. For sure. What uh, I got to ask you real quick, uh, competing in Halifax, was that like obviously you're going to compete more, uh, you know, and uh, what was that like for you? Like a lot of pressure. Oh yeah, it was a lot of pressure, but I enjoyed it. Um, Badass, good for you. Because I enjoyed it because a you're bringing. I know people from all different communities: Halifax, Dartmouth, Coal Harbor, this community. That I'm bringing a bunch of people together, and um, they're watching me fight. But they're also they're meeting new people, and people are bonding together as one and it's it's nice to see you know what i mean with everything that's going on in the world people get out for my fights no matter where they're from they'll come out you know what i mean i love that dude what yeah. a what a great way to look at things you know like and that's the way like you, people are coming out and celebrating one thing like one thing together and whether it's your win or somebody else's win but they're all there for that event that night and 
That's it's, right. It's a cool thing when people come together like that. And I think a lot of people need to, we need to come together more for sure. For sure. Um, it's interesting you said that because one thing I wanted to talk to you about is, and I, I often ask people this a lot, especially in combat sports. A guy I know, Chris White, he's a teacher, and he okay. started this thing. Uh, uh, it's called like, it's like reading with heroes. I think it is. And he's like a grade seven teacher in uh, junior high school. And he, he's all about empowering young men because a lot of, like a lot of things now are not so much about empowering young men. It's almost the opposite. And I yeah. think it's super empowered to have like a super empower, super important to have people like yourself or, or anybody who's a role model and kind of giving back. Is, is that something that Obviously, it is something that's important to you, but do you feel the same way? I feel the same way for sure. There's there's a lot of young cats out there that don't have the confidence to even go to school, don't have the confidence to be in yeah. big groups. Uh, with social media now, it's a good thing and it's also a bad thing. There's a lot of bullshit going on with yeah. young kids on there and the cyberbullying and this and that. Like, It's nice to bring... Uh, kids who I because I did I wasn't a kid who was very confident so when I walked into the City Lakes boxing gym when I was 14 I was felt a lot better about myself as time went on awesome. so if I can help a kid my age or younger whatever do that then that I'm I'm cool with that you know that's fantastic that's what it's about dude like yeah like you know and I'm sure there's more to it obviously you, you know winning titles and but I'm sure, like, if you could win a title and on your way to the ring, you know, you have these little kids that give you a high five and after you win sure. a fight and they're, they're like, want you to sign an autograph. Like, it's an incredible thing. You know, you're, you're making an impact. And for, for those kids, it's the biggest highlight of their life, really. Yeah, some of them, for sure. Like, they uh, they look up to they look up to guys like me and, totally. and, and uh, Artie Cousins and Kirk Johnson and other fighters, like, even fighters that haven't even um, – that that aren't even in the game anymore that were in the game way back are still coming to the all the amateur events you know you got chris clark coming to all the events still awesome. cool you got ray downey you got all these old fighters jerry burns you got you know a lot of fighters that still come support the events and i look up to them because i'm like you did that back in in your day that's what i want to do mm -hmm. you know so it goes full circle i think yeah you know? yeah it's that's very well said it's true you know if it's full circle and it's if you if you hold yourself properly but people don't forget a lot of times you know if you if you know that's the unfortunate mm -hmm. part but a lot of times like people should forget some things right like yeah like yeah. I, whereas I'm, I'm a firm believer as human beings we're always evolving that you're not the same person you were last week as you are today last year and 10 years ago like you're always evolving and that's the idea of life you should always be getting better as a person and fixing mistakes or whatever growing right and uh For that's sure. where i kind of think you should maybe like some people should be like oh, okay like he screwed up but you know, oh, but maybe I'll give them the benefit of the doubt this time. Not, not right. in every way. Like, not, not in like. There's a lot of some things. I know. It's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, <laughs> there's some things you don't come back from, but yeah, little things, you know. Yeah, yeah. What's uh, what's uh, just a couple more questions for you over here before we go. Before we go, um, what's something you want? Like when your legacy is done, whether it's in Nova Scotia, it goes, you know, national, international. What's something that you want? people to say you know Brett Beaton was hmm good question uh, I would say Brett Beaton was 
a uh, Hmm. That's so vast. <laughs> you could have multiple answers. Brett Beaton. Uh, um, Brett Beaton was a great role model. Nice, awesome, love that. Yeah, very cool. For, Best for could everyone, said. kids. Yeah, as corny as that shit sounds, I mean, at the end of the day, um, people are gonna look up to you if you're doing if you're doing some of the things that. I'm doing with boxing. So it's important to hold, hold yourself to a good standard. So the up and coming kids can go look at you and go, man, I want to be like that or whatever the case may be. Right. Big time, big time. Yeah. dude. I, I couldn't agree more. I think that's so important in today and uh, you should be super proud of yourself and, and the people around you should be also very proud of you too, because you're a great young guy and, the, the sky's the limit for you, dude. And if there's anything we can do over here at, on our end to help you guys and, and HBA and, and move forward in the way you want it, just reach out, man, because uh, it's like you said, it's about working together. And we're on the East Coast right. here and we're uh, we're up against the odds a lot, right? So it's hard to make it out here, man. Yeah, man, you got to stick together. People don't get that, right? But yeah, it is. It's super important, man. So any final thoughts? No, man. Thank you very much for having me out. It was awesome. Yeah, no, it's uh, I appreciate it. You know, it's something we spoke about a little bit before and I've reached out and, uh, you know, anybody, who, like I said, who, who does successful shit and uh, who's just a, a leader in the community, man, that's who we want to talk to and, and surround ourselves with, too. For me, it's, you know, every day is not great for me, too. So when I can surround myself with positive people like you and, and young positive people like who are doing great things, man, I love that. So keep it up. Keep it up. Thank and, you. Keep being I will a say one thing: we are we are just getting started with this HBA, and uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna make some noise nice. for sure. And I'm gonna make some noise in in the boxing in the boxing world here. I just gotta stay focused and uh, keep good positive people around me like yourself. That's it, man. That's it. You know, work together, and uh, the sky's the limit, buddy. Teamwork makes the dream work, as they say. That's it. That's all it. right, buddy. It's well, a pleasure, it's man. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Uh, you have a fantastic weekend and uh, everybody give Mr. Brett Beaton a follow and uh, hustle, believe, achieve, Jim. These guys are going to make a huge statement here uh, in the next little bit and uh, just genuine, fantastic guys. So give them a follow and uh, reach out and do some pad work with Brett. He'll come to your house and punch you in the face. <laughs> All right, buddy. Lots of love, man. Chat soon. See you, dude. Awesome. Fantastic. Great guy. Uh, always fun catching up with boxers and learning a little bit about it. You know, MMA and jujitsu is my game, but uh, I'm a firm believer and you always got to learn and grow. And, and for me as a promoter or myself as in my business part, we have to know everything about the sport. You can't just be kind of arrogant to, to kickboxing and, and jujitsu and that kind of thing. You have to know more about boxing. And I love talking to boxers who are successful. And like I said, just people who are just grinding and, and putting on good positive vibes for other people that's uh that's what this world needs and that's what it's about so i look up to a lot of these guys and get a lot of motivation out of these conversations myself i, wa I, re I watch them and re-watch them and, and kind of take clips out of each one of them and, and use it as motivation myself so um you know keep being a positive person out there keep uh doing good things everything everybody and uh yeah make sure uh, you get out there and support our sponsor for this particular episode Sponsored by our friends at Maritime Madness. Check them out. Use the code FLA10. Uh, they are located in PEI with over 30 different flavors. 
And uh, yeah, fantastic sponsors off the event. And uh, yeah, just overall great people. Let's get into it with our second guest here, folks. Uh, this is a guy who was the main event of our show until it got canceled, unfortunately. Uh, Ryan Rohovich, 4-4, four four, is a professional athlete uh, fighting out of uh, Prince Albert, Saskatchewan. Uh, a very talented martial artist, a guy who was really patient with us. You know, this whole fight came together with Sean Wallace for the main event. And then as anybody who does follow our brand or promotion, uh, long story short, we had a goddamn snowstorm that canceled the whole fight. Uh, so Ryan, uh, he made his way to Montreal and with Jimmy Smith and a few others. And then they got stranded in Montreal and we tried our hardest and, and Ryan was super patient about it. And really we tried our best. Uh, but unfortunately we just couldn't. And, uh, you know, so, but Ryan was a really, really genuine guy, just a really sweetheart to deal with. And he was, that's, he just was really understanding. And, and for a promoter, it was really great to deal with. And, uh, that's, uh, I think a lot of athletes kind of could take a lot from that, I guess, a lot of up and coming athletes on, on how to deal with things when they don't, don't always work out, you know, and, uh, Ryan's a guy, I want to talk to him about this because he's actually had more canceled fights than fights. So uh, he's a guy that's been through the ringer, and it's a thing that a lot of fighters have dealt with. So uh, let's bring him on, Mr. Ryan Rohovich. How are you, sir? Great. How are you? Awesome, man. Thanks so much for joining us. It's been a while. Yeah, thanks for having me. No, man, I appreciate your patience with, uh, with everything. And, uh, man, let's talk about it, I guess. You know, the whole event thing, you know, uh, getting back to it. Um, what, I want to ask you, like, for again, for anybody who isn't aware, Ryan was supposed to be at the main event versus Sean Wallace for our first ever event. Uh, caught in a snowstorm. What were you? What was your mind? Like, you were pissed, obviously. Oh, man. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was so heartbreaking. Really, is what it was. It was heartbreaking. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, my mind was set. So I was more focused for this fight than any fight I've had before. I mean, I changed my entire diet, and um, I mean. I was focused, like I knew what I was meant, what I had to do, what I was going to do, and then that snowstorm came in, and it just—it felt surreal, really. Yeah. It, it was like this is actually happening, you know, and and like, yeah, it's the weirdest. It, it sucked, man. It really, really was <laughs> surreal, you know. When I was sitting in that hotel room talking to you, like John and I were sitting in the hotel room talking to you about it, it was just like I said to John after I hung up the phone with you, I was like, I feel so bad. Some, you know, if, if, if some people are dicks, you're like, oh, whatever, you know, life goes on and you just move on your event. But when you're, you have people like yourself and, and Sean also too, you know, your people are wanting to fight. Like they're so mentally focused on it and it just, it sucks, dude. It really did. Yeah. You, handled it, you handled it like a boss, man. I really say like you, you handled it like a man, which was cool. Thank you. Well, you guys are great to deal with and, you know, it helped, helped that uh, you guys are so genuine as well, you know. Um, yeah, it really sucked. You know, I had a bunch of sponsors backing me up and, you know, everybody yeah. wanted to see me fight and everyone was was ready for this one, you know. Yeah. I had the whole city behind me basically, so. Yeah, it's, it's, and that's it, man. You know, it's, it's, we'll get back on the horse here soon. As soon as we do, we'll try to rebook that fight or something. And yeah, for sure. Get, get something going. I know Sean's interested too, so we'll, we'll see what we can figure out in the future but um what's what's mma like you know like you're saying you had the whole city behind you up there you're you're the star up in that area which is pretty cool yeah you know um prince albert's not very big it's not a very big city and uh i'm the only professional fighter in the city i mean we did have uh, another fighter from our gym but he's he hasn't been very active in the past few years mm -hmm. and had some injuries but yeah basically i'm the only professional fighter in the city so Definitely. I mean, PA is a fight, fighting town too, you know, 
Uh, so everybody wants to see that fight and especially coming from a hometown guy and uh, you know we, we've 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 made it pretty far coming from where we are in a little small town and our little gym you know came a long ways that's awesome yeah it's a, how how uh, big is the city oh we might have 39,000 people, 40,000 people yeah. maybe, population, yeah. No, that's good size. That's, we're obviously a little bit smaller out here in the east, but for out there, that's a that's a pretty small little city, right? Yeah, yeah. So what's MMA other than other than you guys? There's not really anything at all? No, in, like in Saskatoon, which is like an hour and a half away, and they're, they're the major city in Saskatchewan yeah. them and Regina. So they have quite a few gyms out there. We... We have a, a good relationship with Lions Gym. They're they're based out of Saskatoon, and uh, we go there from time to time. You know, get some extra training in some different sparring rounds with uh, different partners. He's, he's nice fighting the same guys in the gym all the time. You know, they, <laughs> we get used to each other, and we you know we know each other's movements. So it's always yeah, good to, uh, yeah. You got to you got to change it up for sure. It's especially it sucks that hour and a half drive when you're swelling on the way back. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, what so so uh i guess we'll get back to the fight you know after you we had our fight you had another fight uh, bfl you were supposed to fight in bfl and then yeah. covid yeah you know on april 25th i was supposed to fight there and you know i was i was prepared again um physically mentally and then this virus happened and it just messed everything up for a lot of people you know not mm -hmm. just myself but um and now it's put a halt on things and it's just it's weird because it's it, when are we going to get back to fighting when am i going to be able to pursue my career my goals you know what what i have been looking forward to what i've been training for you know I, i'm i'm anxious to get back in there and it's it's just not even knowing what's happening and it just it's 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 just a weird feeling you know I, I i don't like it yeah it's it's weird because it, a lot of people are like i've talked to people who are like i just might not fight ever again like, I'm just like, I'm probably done because I just they're like this might go on for, you know, or the, the opportunities are so small now. Like, uh, it's interesting that what's going to happen. I know for I've spoke with a few different like our commissions out here. And from what I'm hearing is BC is actually going to be the first one to open. So oh, right, and I'm hearing possibly this year. So fingers crossed uh, BFL can get something going. Um, I know we're, we're probably going to be January 2021 is uh for us but it's crazy out here because like the quebec major junior hockey league can move forward so it'd be like uh all the maritime teams are they'll have a division out here and they can compete against one another oh yeah so like the newfoundland nova scotia pei and new brunswick teams can all compete against one another and they're all maritime athletes and all the athletes who come in they have to isolate for two weeks if you come to the maritimes now you have to isolate for two weeks so they're going forward, but it's like, so if they're fighting on the ice, why can't we fight in a cage? I don't understand well, what the fuck. Exactly. I mean, they're a contact sport too. And I mean, why can't we do those protocols? I mean, that's, yeah. yeah I guess that's the next step is, is us, I guess. I hope. I, I hope so. It's, it's interesting because I think it's just what it comes down to is like, it's just, we don't really rate is what it comes down compared to hockey. You know, yeah. hockey. So you know what we're in Canada. You know all about it in Northern <laughs> Saskatchewan. Yeah, I grew up playing hockey. I, I know all about it. Yeah. yeah. Sure. What's what's hockey's lifeblood everywhere? Obviously, yeah. like there's yeah. probably lots of stars that are from where you are in Prince Albert. I would assume is there. 
Yeah, you know, the, we've had a lot of good hockey players come out of PA. And, uh, I mean, our junior team there, the Raiders in the WHL, yeah, yeah. I mean, they've been doing good. The last year they won they won the Memorial – well, not the Memorial Cup, but they won their, the their division. Cup. The Yeah, exactly. So Cool. That was, that's good. Yeah, we've got good hockey up here for sure. Hello from Vancouver. Hope you get to fight out here first. There you go. Awesome. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, hope so too. Or out here. Sorry. Yeah. Either, either one. <laughs> coast to coast, man. Yeah, exactly. That's you know, it was very disappointing too because I have fought out on the on the west coast and I never did get to fight like as far east. I mean, I fought in Montreal and and uh, out there, but I wanted to go to the to the coast, so it would have been cool, you know. First fighter from PA to say I went coast to coast fighting. Yeah. 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 Well, and maybe you know, it's I'll tell you what thing. You know, it it might be a blessing in disguise if you can get back out here when the weather's a little nicer. You probably enjoy it <laughs> a little bit more. Yeah. So, that was like it would have been great, but also it's like it was. I remember we we showed up and like after we were putting the cage together and all that stuff, it was so cold and snow and it was just like, are we going to lose power here? Like, what what kind of adversity are we going to go through after this? And then, then of course the fight, your fight got canceled and it was just like, holy shit, is this for real? But memories, I guess you know. Like, yeah, yeah. Day, you know, you just kind of say to yourself, how do you how do you do this kind of stuff? But who's a mentor for you, Ryan? Who's like I know. Uh, you know, you're a big family guy and, uh, you know, you're, you're very close with, uh, being involved in your family is who's someone that like kind of keeps you grounded. Like I know for me and a lot of people are going to say it's their significant other is, is that what it is like family time? Is it just kind of getting away from fighting? What is it for you that kind of keeps you going outside the gym? Yeah, definitely family. I mean, my kids are huge to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I got three daughters. And oh, wow. stepson. Yeah. So there's, there's four of them. <laughs> busy man. Busy. Good for yeah, you though. Yeah. So they're, they're what drive me after fighting and they're what drive me to go to the gym as well. <laughs> oh, so cute, man. I love that. Awesome. So they're sitting there waiting for you when, when you're done training and everything. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you know, a lot of times I've had to bring them to the gym too, you know, especially training for fights. Yeah. A lot of times, you know, no one to watch the girls. So I had to bring them to the gym and, yeah. Um, I mean, they enjoy being there and stuff, but yeah, yeah the life of a fighter. Yeah, you know, it's, definitely. Been, I can't tell you how many times I've been training and someone's dog is rolling beside you or biting your ankle or someone's kids over there in the corner or whatever. And that, that's just, you do what you got to do to get the time yeah. in, right? And it's, yeah, you gotta, how do you deal with all those, uh, like canceled fights, man? Like, like, how, like I've talked to Julian LeBlanc about it too. And he said like 17 of them, like, cool. It's just like, is it, is it, do you look at it as, cause I like, to me, it's Ryan. I'm like, why, why does everyone try to reinvent the wheel? Every promoter either wants to be like Dana White and like make a gazillion dollars, which you're never going to make and you compete with the UFC. Like why just find your lane and stay in it. And I think consistency, I think events can be pulled off more often given fighters more of a platform, but it, do you think that's why is it opportunities? Is it injuries? What's what's, what do you think the, you know, I, a lot of it's injuries, I guess. And I mean, a lot of people do, you know, back out, they decide, Oh, maybe I don't want to fight this guy. They get cold feet or, or yeah. whatever. I mean, I seen has that has happened. And I mean, not so on my part, because I mean, I don't shy away from a fight. I mean, if you look at my, the people who I fought, I mean, I, I don't hesitate to say yeah to a fight because I mean, the top of the competition, I mean, the only going to do better for yourself, win or lose. 
Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not the type of guy to come pad my record at all. And yeah. I mean, as far yeah. as I see it is, is canceled fights. You know, a lot of people say, well, oh, you, you wasted all that time training now. And it's like, well, no, I, I didn't waste all that time training. You know I mean? Yeah, maybe I'm not going to get to fight, but all that time that I did put in, I mean, it made me better. And each training no camp, I'm getting better and better and better. So, I mean, and after that, you know, you'll just be ready for the next fight and just be that much more prepared. Yes, of course. Like, you're just sharpening your sword. It's funny, you know, how many, how people be, like, even say that. Like, oh, you just wasted that time. It's like, what? Yeah. Crazy? Like, no, I didn't waste my time. I just got 10 times better and exactly. went through some adversity at the same time. You know, like it's an incredible sport that way. It's it's funny. Like uh, being in a small town is interesting too. You know, being out here in Nova Scotia would probably be similar to to like I'm in Picto, I'm in Halifax now, but like grew up in Pictou County, which is really small, like uh, a town of four thousand people, kind of thing. Oh, yeah. and, and you know, the, the like really small. And uh, it's you know, lots of people always talk the talk. They're like, I want to be a fighter. I'm going to show up. I'll, I'll be there. I'll be there. Let's fight. You know. And it's like, oh. man, like. I don't, you're not impressing me in any way, shape or form like that. I'll just come and train, man. No one cares. Just sit in the mat. Yeah, show up and then I'll be impressed. Exactly. Right. Like it's, it's amazing how many people still play that game in this day and age. Peter Seamus was a legend, East coast legend himself. Peter Seamus, the owner of force MMA. He's a, he's a great guy, but yeah, it's, it's amazing how people like, do you guys still get a lot of that up, up in uh, Saskatchewan still to this day? Oh yeah, I get that a lot. You know, a lot of places I go and oh, you're that fighter and oh, I'm going to come train with you and oh, you should see me, and, you know, and I bet I can, you know, last a little while with you and this and that. It's just, it's just, yeah, come down to the gym and then you'll never see them again. You know? I even have shorts for you, actually. <laughs> like I have a whole, I have a whole set of gear here that you can have. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. It's yeah. or a lot of it is oh i got to get in shape first before i come to the gym it's like no 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 you got to come to the gym so you can get in shape you know <laughs> yeah exactly in the 80s i had great fighters in the 90s of great fighters now again have great fighters coming up yeah peter peter's a fantastic trainer he's done a lot of uh out your way actually a lot of uh muay thai uh oh was that right events. yeah back in the day yeah he's a, he's a good fellow out here um yeah, it's 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 really interesting those. Guys. But speaking about padding records, like uh, that's something that um, happens a lot still. Yeah, you know what? Sure. Do you think it happens because of the whole like people are scared to they want to get to the UFC and they don't because a lot of this whole contender series now is if you have a, if you have a loss on your record, you're probably not going to go to the yeah. contender. You can lose the contender series. But you can't usually have a loss before there. You can, but it's it, they want they want guys who are like oh like five and zero or six and zero or girls who are that you know. And it's it's like to me, I'd be the opposite. I want guys who have more experience. Yeah, I agree with you. And I mean, like, yeah, a lot of those guys are seven and zero. But like, look who they fought, and look at the the people who they fought's records. Yep. I mean, I, I mean, you can fight. You can have a 15 and 0 record and, and look amazing on paper, but then you step in there and you're really not that great because you just bought scrubs. Yeah, that's it. And, and I'm not like, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of really good athletes who are like six, seven, and 0 and oh, really sure. talented. But yeah. it's the ones who are like, yeah, like that just like, what? How how did you get to this level? Hopefully it's getting weeded out though. Like, you know, you don't see that as much. Like, I don't think maybe you still do in some promotions, but 
I find like guys who are like even amateurs are so high level. Yeah, yeah, the amateurs now are a lot high level. Like, I mean, especially look at the amateurs out in uh, in BC and BFL. They're they're really so talented, you know. They're they're almost looking just as good as the pros, you know. Some of them. Yeah, that's uh, BFL does a great job. You've competed for them uh, quite a few times, eh? Yeah, I've I've competed for them three times now. Yeah, three three BFL fights. What do you think? Oh, they're a good promotion too. Yeah, you know they're they're easy to work with, good guys to work with. Um, They've done a lot of good things for the sport. Yeah, you know uh, they have, and they're they're up and coming, and they're a great platform too because the UFC's eyes are on them as well. You know, so yeah, yeah they're a good promotion, definitely. They, they put a lot of fighters through, you know, like through to the UFC, yeah. you know, through these and and other. But you also fought uh, World Series of Fighting too. That was a that was a big platform. Uh, yeah, I've never fought World Series. No, what was it called? Uh, what was the show you fought on? Mandela. Mm, Who'd you fight, Mandela? Oh, on? and Hybrid. Hybrid. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Good show. Yeah. Yeah. See, Mandela. That, that was probably my toughest opponent. Well, he definitely is. Like, uh, he's a great fighter. Um, he is good. Yeah. Hands down. And uh, Sean Wallace fought him too. Yeah. And. Uh, I mean, so I, I think me and Sean would have been a great fight, and uh, yeah, I he still want that fight bad. You know, I, I want to fight him bad, and I I seen what he said on the podcast that uh, when he was on last time. You know, and I mean, he's looking at it all wrong, and sounds like he's kind of shying away from the fight, if you ask me, because what he wants he to say? look at my record. He said something about, oh, yeah, the only reason Rohovich was going to fight me because nobody else wanted to fight me, and but it doesn't make sense if we fight in the future because his record and is and then look at my record and it's like yeah but i don't think you understand exactly like i fought some top guys and my light like my last loss against achilles he was supposed to knock me out first round everyone saying yeah. knock out ours knock him out first round i went toe to toe with him played his game for 25 minutes and i mean to me that fight could have went either way that was pretty uh one-sided fight for the judges anyways i mean give it to the hometown boy let's fight in my town and then let's see who judges it fairly that way you know what yeah, i mean and I, i'd love be. to have a rematch with him i mean they're saying oh he's going to contender series this and that and i mean i feel that can be me you know and, that's uh, the thing man that's the that's the thing about where commissions and that kind of stuff can really like alter your career right it's crazy man like yeah. It's really like one little decision. Like I'm always amazed. Like to me, it should, Brian, and I don't know how you feel about this, but, and this might be taken the wrong way, but I almost feel like we should go to computerized scoring. Like yeah, the opinions so. of people can be like altered beforehand for one. You can, you can put the judges six feet away so they can't talk all night. Doesn't, that doesn't matter. No. They've had six weeks to judge the fighter. Yeah. On, on how he talks on his videos or preconceived notions, right? You're just a human being, like yeah. at the end of the day. Like, yeah, you know, like, and a lot of the judges aren't even goddamn good at it. No, so, it's like, do they even know what they're watching or are they even watching, you know, or are they listening to the crowd back there? Like, who knows? Yeah, it's interesting, man. Like, it's interesting. Like, and there are a lot of good judges, don't get me wrong, but it's, yeah. it's some of it is just like horrendous. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. just like, what fight are you watching? exactly yeah you, know, you see some of these judges even in the ufc it's like what like yeah and the, in the ufc too like we we almost did it for them but like you can put like the ufc has little cameras like a, a, a monitor right in front of them 
So they don't even have to look or do anything. They legit look at a monitor like you would on any other. So like they're getting a pretty good angle of the fight all the time. Like yeah. they can look up or they can look down. Like they they can. I don't know, but it's again, it's like having that experience, you know. And hopefully, growing over time, you know, like you'll see someone like you on the Saskatchewan Commission, or or you know what, or Lucian, or somebody like that, yeah, yeah. who's who's knowledgeable, right? And and to to gain, I think that's so important. How is Lucian, by the way? Oh, he's doing good. Yeah, he's. Uh... <laughs> He's he's busy. We just changed the name of our gym over there to North Wake Martial Arts. Um, yeah, I noticed so, that. Yeah, and we're starting new kids classes, um, kickboxing for kids, and so yeah, he's really busy. His fall's going to be busy. Good, awesome. Yeah, he's COVID's good. under control out there, somewhat. Seems like it, you know, in my area, anyways. Good. Um, good. Yeah. You have to Seems wear masks though. Um, in certain places only like Walmart, you have to wear a mask and there's a couple little stores, but other than that, like at work, I just went back to work on the, the 14th and we don't have to wear a mask there. But I mean, if somebody comes with a mask and wants us to wear a mask, I mean, yeah, we yeah. Can get on, right? that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You're back into the car sales. And I was just going to say, I'm fucking truthfully probably going to wear a mask into Walmart. I don't know why I wasn't wearing a mask into Walmart all along. Walmart, <laughs> yeah. No, it's like, why, why now? <laughs> I'm wearing a full mask anytime. Even when they tell me I'm not, I'm like, I'm Walmart. I got to wear a mask. <laughs> yeah. Like, place, dude. I love it. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, so what car sales? That's, that's what you're involved in, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I've been selling cars for a little over five years now, I think. Nice. So I, I sell for uh, Evergreen Nissan here in PA. And yeah, it's going good. Just got back to work on the 14th. We've been really busy. Um, Awesome. Yeah, but I know last Thursday we were supposed to talk or whatever, and yeah, it was it was a good thing your on your end didn't work out because my end wasn't working out either. I was super busy, so yeah, you're always you're probably like, is this guy gonna legit do this to me again for real? <laughs> the fight got canceled. No, he's canceled the podcast. I'm gonna kill this guy. I don't I don't want to fight you, Ryan. I don't want to I don't want to get beat up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, buddy, uh, I don't want to hold you up too much. I know we gotta. It's, I got to actually get on the road to go uh, train in myself, I think. But I uh, just a couple of, you know, uh, last questions, I guess. You know, what's what's the future hold for Ryan? Obviously, you'd like to fight Sean. That's pretty uh, that's pretty written in stone. Uh, but any other plans for you, I guess? No, I mean, I've just got to continue on with my goals and my career. You know, I mean, I want this COVID to be over, and I just got to keep training and wait for the next opportunity. And, I mean, uh, yeah, I hope the next opportunity is Sean Wallace because he's number one on my list. And um, but I mean, whoever they set me up with next is who I'll fight. So I don't care. I'm just itching to get back in there and mm -hmm. continue my career. 2020 was supposed to be the year for me. It was supposed to be a big year, and I was mentally prepared, physically prepared. But you know, you just gotta take a, just gotta roll with the punches, I guess. Yeah, no, it's the best metaphor I guess you can use in our sport. You know, it's just roll with the punches and adapt. You know, at the end of the day, focus, like you said, focus on your family and focus on work and, and just getting a better athlete and, and being a better person. And the time will come, man. And as soon as we can put on fights again, we'll, we'll figure something out. And uh, I think it's a, it's a great fight. And uh, yeah, Wallace, keep talking shit. Rohovich, keep firing back. Sells I'm coming fight. for you, Wallace. I'm coming. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Any quick shout outs to any of your sponsors other than uh shout out to Evergreen Nissan, but uh any of your other yeah. ones? 
Yeah, shout out to Lucien Phillips, my coach, of course. Mike Adina is my uh, training partner, and Prince Kumar, all the boys at the gym, um, all my sponsors. You know, there's there's a bunch bunch of them to list. It's um, I just want to say thanks to all the McConnell Lumber, Res Life, um, Prairie Cannabis. Um, yeah, I mean, if I missed your name, I apologize. But thanks to everybody who helped me out. Um, Adam Schmaltz, Remax realty um yeah just want to say thanks to everybody who's been following me and uh keep following me because i'm not giving up yet i love it dude good for you man keep that attitude keep that spirit alive you're a great guy and uh i love dealing with you and, and john as well so uh i'm sure we can work something out in the future and uh get you back out here east man keep you're a very classy guy so so keep being like that and uh it, it'll pay off dividends thanks for having me it was great having me uh We'll see you next time. Okay, buddy. Thanks again, Ryan. Chat soon. Ryan Rolovich, everybody. Awesome. Great catching up with him. Uh, again, you know, I uh, for us being a, a promoter to go have your main event lost was really heartbreaking. And it was a really probably the hardest phone call I had to make the entire process. Uh, John and I made the phone call together uh, sitting in a hotel room. And it was a really heartbreaking phone call to give somebody who's stuck in Montreal waiting for a night we're trying to work it out to to get him here and we just couldn't but uh he handled it like a boss and uh we we owe him a lot of love for that so thank you ryan rohovich and your teammates also there's three uh there's three of them coming two two of the guys lucian and another gentleman who are coming out so it was cool anyway uh Thanks uh, for joining us here tonight, folks. Make sure you get online there. Uh, you know, this podcast is available on every single audio uh, platform you out there, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Zipper. I made Zipper up. I don't even know what other ones are. Um, but get on there, subscribe, like, share. It means the world to us, you know, to, to get those views, get those subscribers, and, and keep building them on what we're doing here. Um, pay attention to our pages. October 24th, we will have our next event, uh, Fight League Atlantic Submission Kumite. It'll be a 16-man grappling event inside our FLA cage uh, with a big grand prize, a big, beautiful championship ring, coffee for one year for the winner, supplied by NBR Sports, and more. Uh, it's going to be a fantastic night on pay-per-view with about three or four other matches, possibly a tag team match as well. <laughs> Bring them back the tapper tag. Anyway, folks, thanks for tuning in. Uh, a great week, great episodes this week. Uh, thanks to my mom and dad. Sorry, I swore a little bit. This episode is what it is. Anyway, folks, uh, be nice, be kind, be good to one another, and uh, we will be back Sunday night next week. We got a big week coming. Uh, we got Gavin Tucker on the show, as well as TJ Grant. Uh, Going to be a fantastic week with a couple of local legends. Really excited about it. We'll chat then. Have a good weekend. We're out. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to hit that subscribe button. As always, thanks to our sponsors, Conway Customs and Tinkers, Beat It Sports Shot, Team NBR Sport, Maritime Madness, Old Road Barbecue, Datsusara, BC Kimonos, Ruddy Lad Premium T-Shirts, Dragon Energy, Privateer Harley Davidson, 